Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this week, the major talking point is the seven sins of slow play. Um, I was away the last two days, so I didn't. I don't have anything planned for this week. Um, so this was probably going to be a short podcast. Currently, yeah, the Leafs are winning one. in Game Four. One nothing right now. Ten fifty two left in the second. Yeah, so I'm... That's just a guess. I don't have an opener or anything. <laughs> we, we are trying to get this podcast out to you guys, so we're making sure we can still watch the Leafs lose tonight, so everything goes back to Mm-mm. normal. And win. They're going to win. I think you said win, Rob. Uh, lose? Win. It's lose. pronounced win. It's, it's, I think it's pronounced <laughs> they... F- like, Toronto's we the talked about time this? where the Leafs fall in the spring. Oh... <sighs> I think we talked about this when we played on Saturday. I just I don't care if they don't make it out of the second round. I just don't want them to get swept because it's almost worse than not making it out of the first round. Yeah, but if they do get swept, then what does that mean for Buffalo, who is one point behind um, Florida going into the playoffs? Mm. I don't know. Well, how was your weekend? My weekend was all right. Weekend it was, uh, we, after, we pretty much the main point of my, the weekend was you and I, we, uh, finally got out, yep. play, uh, play 18, made a video, had a lot of fun. And then, uh, I worked on Sunday. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Time and a half, right? Uh, double. Double time. Double. Double bubble. Double. Yeah. So he, he just mentioned it. We did a... We made a video. Um, I'm hoping to have it out for like noon on Saturday. Perfect. That's that's the goal. It's like a weekend post. Um, just for when you're tired of watching good golf on the PGA Tour, you can come over and watch us play like... Exactly. Play like a bunch of watch, amateurs. Yeah, let's um, just, just slap the ball around for a bit. Slap the ball around for a little bit. Some cool angles and shots. Um, yeah, we had some. We had a lot of fun filming. And I had never filmed golf before, so I got out. Got got laying down in front of you. And I trust you. Yep. I was just hoping not to skull it right in your face. So you know what? I had the camera in the way, so I, I would have would have protected it. <laughs> well, speaking of hitting people with golf balls, oh. I have. Uh, so I just played. We're starting this podcast a bit later because I I just got off the course, um, and I I have another disc. I just I played a course the first time. It's called Cam Lackey. Absolutely never going in there again. It was the worst maintained course. It just sucked. The course was the fairway was basically rough. It was just and it, it was forty dollars for nine. It's absolute dog track. Just an absolute dog track. I would have rather pay like I would have wouldn't have paid any more than twenty five bucks for nine in a cart on that course. It was, but that's besides the point. Is it like a so Royal Forty Seven or Links of Kent type vibe where like the greens are hairy too? Yeah, I, the greens. I got like carpet in my basement, and the greens were probably slower than that. It was fine. It was unbelievable. Like you, you know when you can feel the greens squish underneath your feet as you walk on it. Yeah, yeah. It was just I couldn't. I was so pissed that I just paid forty bucks to play there. Uh, so I was already in a bad mood. So I'm on T box, 
of uh, par four. The whole la- the layout of all the holes are ass, just awful. So I'm like, so I take a five iron to, so I can lay up to a spot where I can I, I can actually see the hole. So I hit it, absolutely wipe the shit out of it, like complete slice. And it's it was a tighter hole, and there was a fairway directly next to like the fairway that I was on, and there was a group there. So I screamed at the top of my lungs. I absolutely belted four because it was going right at him. And so I, I saw it land near him. I go go over to get my ball. Uh, the guy that it landed near, he had booted it up to the green already. So I didn't get a chance to apologize to him. But the two guys, his friends, stayed back. And they start fucking yelling at me. Like, you got to yell four. It, that hit him. Blah, 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 and all this stuff. And so I immediately, like, feel awful. I, I You never want to hit anybody on the course. So I start, I apologize profusely to them. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I yelled for as loud as I could. It must have been the trees. I don't know I, I don't, if you guys didn't hear me or whatever. So they walk off and I'm hissy fit. And they're yelling at me or whatever. I have the worst round after that because I'm, I'm all scrambled and shaken up because, like, you never want to hit anybody. So I'm in the last hole. I'm about to, like, I'm driving up to the green, and I see on the green next is that group, and then there's the guy that I had allegedly hit. And so I was like, oh, I never got a chance to apologize to him. I'm going to go apologize to him right now. I drive over. They're, they're putting. I wait for them to finish their putts. I walk over, and I say, man, I just want to say I'm sorry. Like, I, I yelled for. I didn't see it come close to you. I didn't know I hit you. I'm so sorry I didn't apologize sooner. Whatever. He goes, oh, don't worry about it. I have my music blasting. I couldn't hear you anyways. It didn't didn't hurt whatsoever. You're, you're, he was laughing about it and smiling about it. But meanwhile, his friends who didn't even get hit were yet the ones yelling at me. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? And so his friends start laughing. And um, then I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, we were just joking about being mad about it. And then we had the music going. We couldn't hear anything. Like, don't worry about it. And so I just was like, kind of like, laughed and walked away. But I'm like, they just almost pretty much ruined the rest of my day because they made me think I hit somebody on course, which is an awful feeling. And then the last hole, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just joking." Yeah, it kind of sounds like they went for a little power trip there. They, they, I think they might have a little bit, and it was just like, because I fucking ruined the rest of my day. Yeah, because like, let's be honest. Um... The two of us, if if we were on a golf course, they would probably assume that we're not adults and we're kids or teens. Yeah, that's it's. Yeah, they probably assumed that I was just a teenager that was just out there. Yeah, and they just they're just laughing. Not they were yelling at me earlier, and then they started laughing at the end, and it was just so. I, I I'm all for the jokes, but I don't know if you joke about hitting someone on a golf course. No, that could, I, it could that can do damage. I felt so so bad. No, like I like I don't even think you should joke about potentially hitting someone. Like mm-hmm. I would, okay, I would understand if someone joked about like I don't know, it like hit off a tree and hit him. Yeah, because like obviously you can't control it hitting the tree. Yeah, or something like. No, it just uh, apparently, like, I talked to the guy after. He's like, yeah, it just bounced and then hit me in the stomach. 
And so, so like just ricochet off of them like nothing. Like you, golf ball has no momentum after it bounces. No. And he was he was like it was nothing at all. I don't know what you're talking. Why you're? I was like your friends were yelling at me, and he goes, "Oh, they're just joking." Yeah. It's like what the hell? So like, that's just my little thing. I need to get off my chest because it was pissing me off after I was pissed off originally and like felt really bad, and then I was pissed off again because I was like, "Well, you just ruined the rest of my my golf round that I way overpaid for." So, yeah. anyways, I just needed needed to get that out there. Yeah. Um. Well, what that reminds me about like bouncing and hitting someone. Have you seen the video? Where the guy on the PGA Tour, he hit his wife. No. What? Yeah, so he flew the green wide, it bounced and hit his wife on the top of the head. That's so funny. Speaking I, of hitting people, did you hear Garrett, see Garrett Clark, Clark absolutely clap somebody? No, I did not. <laughs> they had the, the good, good meetup, and Garrett just cold shanked one off the tee box, nailed the kid. That kid is probably living life though, because he's yeah. He, he probably played got, around with Garrett after. And... He, he probably got a few um, nice things from Mister Garrett Clark for yeah, being, a couple Callaway clubs maybe, and you know some good good merch. He a shout out on his Instagram, them. something like that. He did. I saw the picture that he posted um, with him. Uh, I've never seen. Everyone always jokes about. Oh, I, I couldn't imagine being in the gallery and uh, like, what if they hit you? And everyone's like, "Oh, they're posed; they're not going to hit you." And Garrett's pretty good, yeah. But you never expect him to just cold. Like, it's like he toe topped it, and it just rocketed right towards this kid. I'll well, like, if you think it, about but... it, you've seen the videos of like uh, Phil Mickelson, like. Telling the guy if it, if the guy's head was harder, he would be in the fairway now and not in yeah. the rough. So like even yeah. the pros do it. Like Garrett is probably a round scratch, if not better. And yeah, I think he's I think he's a bit better than scratch these days. I would say the I would say Grant is definitely um, like mm, Grant's than stitch. I would say Garrett, you're looking at scratch or a one because he either shoots really, really well or really, really bad. There's mm-hmm. no real in between. And then if he shoots okay, it's like plus one, plus two, minus one, even type thing. I just sent you a video of Garrett absolutely smoking this kid. Uh. I'm trying to find that video of the guy who um, hit his wife. Oh, he clapped him, man. He got him so good. <laughs> but, like, that's the one of the worst feelings, I think, in golf. Is hitting somebody? Oh, definitely, one hundred percent. It's, I mean, it, but it's. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, to be honest, because there's at least a group of, on average, a group of like two to three people on every hole. 
there's people out there shanking things, slicing drivers, duck hooking them. There's balls flying everywhere, especially at your local muni where people just go to hack it around. I'm surprised people don't just get like I've I've never been hit personally. I I'm just, I'm surprised I haven't been hit yet. Like it just seems. Oh, it seems like it it, it should happen more often. Oh, definitely. Reality. It probably should happen more, but it doesn't. Um, I would say it's probably just kind of luck. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, the course where I could see it potentially happening in our area is going to be Rochester. Once they open up all 18 holes again. Mm -hmm. Um, hate to say it because I was there today and love, uh, love Kevin. He's a, probably one of the best PGA professionals in our area for like, just being a, like a great guy to talk to and chat with. Mm -hmm. Um, but they have a double green that they're putting in. Oh, those are never good. No. And especially because you're hitting in from two different ways. So mm -hmm. like people will be on the green and like be on like the front right for the one hole and then be on the front right of the other hole, but they're going to be like, like hitting towards each other. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a uh, absolute recipe for disaster. Especially with like you know, amateurs don't really know their distances. So one seven iron goes one thirty, the other one goes one seventy. Yeah, you hit one a little thin, a little fat, like you have no idea. Yeah. So then next thing you know, you're hitting a thin to win shot that is about head level, going right at the Just other group on a different hole. Absolute rocket. The only time, other time I've come super close to hitting somebody is at Bellevue on the third hole or second hole the tee box for the third hole is right like the women's tee box is literally five steps off the back of two green and it was almost the, the same thing I caught my uh, approach shot a little bit thin I, I didn't thin it that much but it went off the back of the green caught a bad bounce and uh hit the cart. Luckily, they were on the tee box. Nobody was in there. And I went up to them and I apologized after. And they said it happens all the time because just because it's a bad place. If people, if you miss the green a little bit, it's bouncing into the tee box. So, it's I, I don't know. Like... Do you think course designers take that into account? Like, what, try to minimize people getting hit? Or do they just not think about that and just go for layout? I don't know. I'm not a course designer. Um, I'd like was, to get more into that. If I was a course designer, I would need a giant chunk of land because, like, the kind of style of golf courses I would like to design or, like, look at is where it's, like, you can see the other holes around you, but they're, like, far enough where if someone's on a different hole, like, you can't hear their music if they're playing music type thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like enough space where um, you can have, I would say like, you know how on white one, you have the, that downhill portion that you can see from white two. Mm -hmm. So like you can see that hole, it's far enough away, you can't hear anyone on that hole. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of where you can see it, but it's not like on top of you type thing. Yeah, I agree. 
Definitely. Um, oh, you're sending me just different shanks. So this, the second one I sent you is, um, oh, I think it has to be an amateur with that swing. But she's on uh, the tee box, and she shanks the ball into the crowd twice. And then the second one, some guy in the audience just yells, make her cut it out. And it's, uh, to me, it's just been one of the funniest golf things ever. I still can't find that video of the, the PGA Tour player who, who hit his wife. But whatever, they did a whole interview with it, and he explained it was his wife that he hit, and it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah. We've been on this topic of hitting people for a while. We seem like we're evil golfers. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the video. What did you say? Oh, I said that we've been on this topic about hitting people with golf balls. It's kind of seems like we're may, might be evil golfers out here that we're trying to end somebody's life uh, I don't know I mean sometimes I do want to hit a golf ball at people on the golf course but I never would on purpose yeah make sure you fix your divot though after yeah fix your divot in the rough yeah in the rough where the divot is literally three three blades of grass but you know yeah I wish I wish we could talk more about that video, but I want to wait until it's out so the so people have a chance to watch it first. Yeah, because uh, I don't like if you talk about it. It was it's a really good match. It's, it, it's a really good match. Um, comes down to the wire, you know. It does come down to the wire, and then the wire just explodes. Uh, yeah. I'll say that. I <laughs> That's was, all I'm gonna give for it. I was definitely sandbagging, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. Up into the last hole. Yep. I I sh- I showed up with to the golf course and forgot my golf game at home. <laughs> yeah, I think I've done that about every time I've gone to go golfing. I forget at least one part of it. So. Yeah, let's get back on the golf. Picks last week. <laughs> oh, oh, bad week, bad week. You had a rough week. I did have a rough week, but you know what? Like, all dynasties have to come to an end at some point, right? I know, right? Like, you had Rory. I did have Rory. He shot level par. Mm-hmm. You had Jason Day. Missed the cut. Mm-hmm. I did. At, at level par. Mm. And then you had Davis. That finished plus one. I can't believe I finished plus one. So you finished plus one, plus one for the week. So you haven't even got into the triple digits. Not yet. I was. Didn't we make it, say something last week about me not making it into triple digits? Yeah, I said you're I, you're going to get like three, or you're going to get two. Like you're going to be minus two and not make it into triple digits. I 100% think we made a joke about that. And I was like, oh, no way that's going to happen. I went backwards. I went up. I don't yeah. think that was possible to do in this. Yeah, so you're at minus 96 for the season. Jesus. And me, I had a pretty good week, to say the least. Um, so we're going to start with the horrible score that I have for Joel Damon at plus three. Mm. Then we got 
Justin Thomas at minus eight, and Max Homa at minus nine. So that was minus 14 for the week. So that would put me at 70. Seventy-seven, minus seventy-seven for the year. Mm -hmm. So I'm still a little bit further back than you, but I did make up some ground. We did. We that it was a good equalizer weekend. Um, I'm very disappointed in my performance, but uh, this week will be a good good week to bounce back. Yeah, speaking about being disappointed in. Um, performances. <laughs> this mm. th these past two days for the tournament golf did not go according to plan. I took a ten on a par three. Oh, yep. Oh, it was force carry mm -hmm. water into wind. At 198 yards. Mm -hmm. That's that, all. There's nothing to say to that other than ugh. Yeah. But don't worry. I I thought to be smart because I already plopped two in the water off the tee that I should hit like a shorter club into the little fairway that's on the right hand side. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No. I, I pulled it, hit the cart path, and went in the water on the other side. That sucks. So I was I dropped seven, hit eight, and then made and then two putted for ten. That sucks. Yeah, it, it was a tough day. Well, you had a two putt. I know, right? Two putt. Whereas at Cherry Hill, I three putted with lipping out twice. Cherry Hill, man. Hardest greens in Canada. Hardest greens in Canada. That's what I've heard. Yep. That's what I told you, too. Mm -hmm. And why was I so excited to play there? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of that Cherry Hill tournament, there was a player in the tournament who got a hole-in-one on 16. Oh, nice. Good for that guy. So, this gave me a... Gave me a question. It's going to be kind of a two-parter. So okay. if you were to have a hole-in-one, would you, like, what course would you want it to be on? Like, if you could choose any course for it to be on, what course would you say you would want that hole-in-one to be on? Um, for the sake of not going, like, if it, any course in in the world? Yeah, any course in the world. I'd have to say hole 17. Uh, so, um, That's Sawgrass? Yes, Sawgrass. Yeah, so the next point is would you want it to be on a course you could go to whenever you wanted to? Or... A course where you played there once in your life. I ooh, that's a good, good question. I don't know. 
Uh, I'd say I'd want it. It'd be cool for it to be on 17 Sawgrass because then when they play it, you'd be like, I have a home run on that hole. Yes. But it would also be cool to be able to go back and and again. Yeah, because like, okay, the the reason why I asked that part of the question was because like mm-hmm. Cherry Hill, like yes, there's the tournament I played in there, and then they host other tournaments. But realistically, Cherry Hill is probably a course that if it wasn't for this tournament, I would have never played in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say someone plays that tournament once just so they could say they played Cherry Hill once and they never play a tournament again the rest of their life, that was their opportunity to do it. So if they made a hole-in-one and that was the last time they're ever going to play Cherry Hill in their life, it would be like kind of like a, I don't know if it would be bittersweet that like the one time you went there you had a hole-in-one. Or if it would be like the greatest mm-hmm. thing in the world because, oh yeah, I'm never going back there, but this is my memory from it. That's true. It is it is like it's 6,001 half. 6,001 half. Oh, I've been trying to say that all day and I can't, it never comes out right. Is it? It's 6,001 half dozen of the other, right? I think so. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's pretty much the same. Like, the pros and cons are almost. Like, they almost balance each other out for each option. Yeah. Like, because, say, you did it on a tour venue when there are, you can, like, for example, if you, Amen Corner at Augusta. Yeah. Every single year, you can go on and choose the feed that is just Amen Corner. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm pretty sure for the Players' Championship, they have a, a camera that's just on hole 17. You mm-hmm. make it on a tour venue course, you can be like, oh yeah, I had it there every single time, every single year a player like steps on that tee box. Yeah. But if you do it at like your home course or whatever, every single day you play, you can be like, I've had a hole in one here, let's see if there's still more magic. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would personally rather it be on a course that I would play all the time. Just because like it would be... Most of the time, you're watching golf. You're not really thinking about being in their shoes as much as yeah. when you are actually on the golf course and you're with your buddies and you're hanging out and you're on this par three and they're like, oh, yeah, it's uh, 160 yards. And then you can be like, oh, yeah, it was 158 uh, into wind when I had my hole-in-one here. Yeah. So I don't know. I still that, think it would be, like, I, I see that perspective. I, for me, it'd be cooler if um, I could see, like, Tiger step up and hit a shot off the same tee box I had a hole-in-one off of. Yeah. Or, that, like, not the same tee box. I'm not playing fucking championship tees, but the same hit, – hit into the same green that I had a hole-in-one. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So, now we're going to get on to the next portion. It's the seven – what is it? Seven, six. We're going to make our picks. Play. We're going to do that after. Okay. Okay. We're, like, we didn't... I wasn't sure if, like, because we talked about the last week's picks. I wasn't sure if you wanted to follow up with this week's picks. No, we need to keep them around for the picks, you know? Okay. They, I'm, I'm going to continue doing research then. 
Keep them on your toes. I'm keeping you on okay. your toes today, too. because Yeah, just, me on my toes. I'm just going with the flow here. So the seven cents yeah. of slow play. I haven't looked at them. Can you guess two of them without looking at them? Uh, I'm going to say pre-shot routine. And looking for your ball. I'm going to say playing the wrong tee box uh-huh. and um, the cart girl. Oh, okay. Interesting. Hey, where do you, do you do you want to start with the first one? Sure, I, I got to pull that. Okay. First, number one, first sin of slow play, idle waiting. Uh, I'll read out the description. As Kepka noted, a precious amount of time can be burnt just waiting for your turn to hit. We're not advocating anarchy here. At both competitive and even recreational levels, golfers should still hit their actual shots one at a time. But everything else, calculating yardage, lining up a putt, even taking a practice swing if you're as efficient distance removed from the action can be done while someone else is playing. There's a certain amount of arrogance in thinking your pre-shot routine requires everyone else's attention. Better assume they're not missing anything important so you can pull the trigger in a timely fashion. I agree. Yes, I agree. There's. there's... I, I hate the people that when, if you're playing like not, not ready golf, but you're playing actual like furthest from the hole type traditional golf people that while you're waiting for someone else to hit they don't get the shot get the club get your yardage they don't prepare until the other person is hit it pisses me off to no end because then you're just waiting every single shot yeah the only time where i say this is not a good scenario is like when say if there's someone 50 yards in front of me and now I, they're kind of like in somewhat of the general direction of the hole. If we're like side by side or you're a few yards behind me or ahead of me and on the other side of the fairway, that's fine. But as soon as like mm-hmm. someone, if someone laid up on a par five and I'm going for it in two and someone drives up to them laying up where they laid up, it's like, dude, like you, I'm, you're in my target line. What if I don't hit this now? I'm going to be like drilling you type thing. Yeah. So it it comes with the occasion, I would say. Yeah, I agree. You want to hit up too? Bag mismanagement. My girlfriend is so guilty of this, it's not even funny. Uh, There's a misconception that playing in a golf cart is equally faster or unequivocally. What, what, is that, what is that word? Unequivocally. Unequivocally faster. Uh, In fact, you just move quickly but not quicker. While walking provides... um, What? Not spending time retrieving your bag from suboptimal locations. Example, when you chip from the front of the green and there's a back pin, which means like you're whatever so moving your bag is easier when 
you're carrying it because you can carry from the front of the green to the back of the green instead of yeah. having like your cart on the cart path and walking over type thing. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I I thought when it was talking about bag mismanagement, I thought it had to do with like your clubs not always being in the same spot and being out of order and everything. Because that I think can also contribute to slow play because it's so much faster to, to grab a club if you don't have to find it every time. Yes. I also think potentially it was to do with people leaving wedges on greens. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. is about mismanagement. Like, you forget something, so you have to go back, and now people are waiting for you to go back and pick it up so you can go hit your shot, etc. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like someone I know. Yeah, I de- I definitely didn't do that on Saturday. At least I remembered. <laughs> I know. Didn't leave it there. You remembered the whole after, which is which is good. Impressive. I remember. The, I remember the next time I went to use it, and I was like, "Oh." Obviously, you would remember the next time you would go to use it. Yeah. You'd look in your bag, and it's not there. But yeah. at least the next time you went to use it was the very next hole. Yeah, it was right after, and the people that had it were just on the tee box right behind. So yeah. Nobody really had to wait all that long. Okay, uh, number three. Yes. Cart mismanagement. The only thing then, oh, oof, the only thing worse than the golfer who manages his bag poorly. Subtle pun there, is the golfer similarly careless with his cart? The typical maddening offense: golfer X leaves his cart on the cart path. Walks to the middle of the fairway with a seven iron. Oh shoot! He needs a six, so he walks back to the cart. Mind you, all this could be avoided if he brought a handful of options with him in the first place, or better yet, if he even had his next shot in mind as well. This is definitely uh, accentuated. I think that's the word. Accentuated by the ninety degree rule, or when it's cart path only days. That's the most annoying thing ever. But like it says, you just gotta remember to bring a cup, bring the the club you think you're gonna hit, bring one club below it and one club above it. Yes, um, I would say this is more of like a fancier course. Um, I know a lot of courses in California; they're always cart path only. Oof. Um, so like those, so I think it's more of like an American thing where the fancier courses are cart path only and not scatter, Mm -hmm. um, because of the fact that they want to keep it nice and pristine and blah, 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 which makes sense. So like, I don't see it as much in our area as like other places, but like when it comes down to it, when it's cart path only bring multiple options Heck, even if you're walking with your um, push cart and you're leaving it by the next tee box, bring multiple options when you're going mm-hmm. to, like, the green. So, like, yeah. say if you're in a greenside bunker and it's a longer bunker shot and you thought you were in the rough, bring your 60 and 54 because the longer bunker shot you're going to want the 54 for, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, did I ever tell you about the time? No, you haven't. Uh, social opportunities in golf. Pro, uh, the social 
opportunities that golf provides because it can be the perfect setting for catching up with friends and family. Um, does not give a license to tell st stories on the tee box when someone's lining up or when someone's lining up a putt. So basically, shut your mouth, play golf type thing. Yes. Shut up and hit. There's a lot of time in between shots. It's perfect for uh, it's perfect for telling those stories, not when you're waiting to hit. Yes. And not taking calls on the golf course. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, usually when I'm on the course, just I'm unreachable. I'm like, Back back to the twentieth century type. I need a landline. Like I'm I'm unreachable on the golf course. If it has to be a severe emergency to get a hold of me, you'd have to almost call the clubhouse. I can tell you, I have made a phone call this year on the golf course. It was Which to what? the clubhouse for food when I was on eight red. Nice. I called. That's for, pretty convenient. Yeah, I, I called the clubhouse. Said, "Hey, I'm on eight. Can you get this ready for me to go?" And then once I come off the golf course, I'll come and get it. Got off the golf course, got my food, and left. That's a convenient setup. Yeah. I think what course is that? Fox Glen, or it used to be called Fox Glen. They have a, a thing like that on like the eight seventh tee box. They have a, a big sign with the menu. Seven three T box, big sign with a menu and a phone number, and you if you want food, you call then, order your food. By the time you get uh, get to the turn, it's ready for you, and then you just go in, grab it, and you keep going. Yep. There's a lot of golf it's courses that say like have the phone number posted in the menu and stuff like that. Like and like I believe Seven Lakes has a sign about calling for stuff. Um. Bellevue had at least had a sign. I know Sutton Creek literally had a button you press and it dialed the kitchen. So it had a That's sign. Nice. And you press the button, there's a speaker there, and it dialed the kitchen. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's still like that, but it used to be like that. I haven't um, played Sutton Creek in a long time. Yeah, same. So I, I, I don't know for sure, but it was there. Um, so, like. That is definitely a thing that will um, help out in the se seven de deadly sins of slow play because a lot of people stop on the turn and then ma just backs everything up. Mm-hmm. Okay, number five, game delusion. It's worth noting that all the areas we've highlighted to this point have nothing to do with one skill as golf golfer. But even if, even if you are a mediocre golfer, you can still compensate for the sheer volume of shots hit by acknowledging your limitations it's kind of like the, the saying um if you're good play fast if you're bad play faster yep like yeah that's that's pretty much all it is if you if you're good at golf you're, you play fast it's not hard to play fast when you're good if you're bad don't waste anybody's time play faster please it's kind of like the uh those old guys that that you like talk to, they're like, "Oh yeah, I played eighteen holes in three hours and twenty five minutes." Oh, what did you shoot? Oh, I shot one hundred two. I'm not that good, but I'm fast. 
Like they're more yeah. proud that they are fast than they are good. Yeah, and it's having the decency as well. It says it in the bottom of this paragraph to pick up the ball. Yeah. Like if you're if you're at this isn't any shade to you. If you're if you're hitting ten, just it's time to go. The just difference move on to the next. Put down a ten. It's fine. No one's gonna judge you for it. The ten. It was in a tournament, so I had to finish. It. I know the ten. You could you couldn't just pick it up and leave. But like if if you're just playing around, if you pick up a ten, if you pick up a ball, you're off the green. You're about to hit your tenth shot. If you pick it up, card a ten. No one's gonna be like, hey, I think you should have taken a twelve or a thirteen there. It's a ten. It already sucks enough. Yeah. After that hole, I was. It was on. It was sixteen. So, I was definitely, definitely thinking. I should withdraw. Yeah, just walk off the course. Just walk off the course. I'm done with this. But I didn't. I stuck it out. And... No, good for you. That's the good thing to do. No. Again, didn't qualify for that for the match play, but eh, whatever. Next time. Next time. If there is a next time, you know, doesn't doesn't matter. There's plenty of time left in this golf season. No, yeah, golf. It just started. Tournament season just started, so like we got plenty more to come. Oh yeah, got another right. one in two weeks. So you know, I'm gonna show up in two weeks and hopefully, right now, hopefully break eighty five. Uh, right, number six there. Pardon? Number six there. Oh, number six is cell phone abuse. Yeah. <clears throat> We're hardly anti-technology at Golf Digest for the simple reason of having a phone and occasionally responding to messages gives golfers the opportunity to be on the course otherwise. Um, but then again, there's a time for everything. So it's basically, do not take um, phone calls for business and whatever, unless it's urgent. I don't take a meeting call in the middle of the fairway. Catch up on social media. Uh, meanwhile, maybe answer a few emails, but don't don't work on the course. Yes, it's like it. It's fine when someone else is hitting, but it's not fine if you're gonna have a five hour round. Yeah, no, not fun. Uh, number seven, not hitting, this is the last one, not hitting the ball. Of course, we'd be remiss in not citing the obvious example, spending too much time taking practice swings, waggling, perhaps contemplating life's deeper questions while staring down at the dimpled sphere between our feet. Yeah, people that just take too much time preparing to hit their shot is has to be the most annoying thing. There's there's been times it has taken me a while to hit a golf ball, but it also have come at some circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, obviously everything's circumstantial. But if you're sitting in the fairway and you're doing you're on your twelfth waggle and your like fourth practice swing, it's it's time to hit. Yes. Like, mine was, is not like it's waggling. It's more so me, like, oh, I, I thought of something funny, so I have to say the joke, or else I will just die mm. laughing. Yeah. Um, 
Like, I can't remember. My first PAT, we were talking about my ball marker because it said, may the course be with you, and it was a Star Wars one. That's pretty good. And then the, the player I was playing with, his caddy said, oh, hit this ball to the Death Star. And then I... I can't remember what I thought, but it was like something about Darth Vader and um, he's going to call me daddy or something on the D. And I just started. Wow. I just, <laughs> I just started that came dying. out of nowhere. I know. It, it, it was something like that. So I just started dying laughing sitting on the tee box and nobody knew what was going on because I didn't tell them anything. I just started dying laughing. They thought I was like, gonna like start crying because it was on eighteen and I was not getting my card at the PAT. No, it was because I thought it was something that was really stupid that made no sense, but I thought was hilarious. I came out of nowhere. That's funny. Yeah, like it literally came out of nowhere. Like we were talking about the fact that my ball marker said "May the course be with you," and I have another one that had uh, said "Magnolia Lane" on it and whatever. But like. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Darth Vader's going to call me daddy because I'm going to hit the golf ball so hard. Like, hit the golf ball so hard, Darth Vader calls you daddy. Exactly. Like, I, I don't get it. It. That's something right there. Yeah. So, like, there's been times where it's like I thought of a funny joke, so then I stopped what I was like doing, and then I have said the joke. So now that when I start dying laughing on the tee box, everyone's laughing with me, and it's not just there, and it's not just weird. So well, those are the seven deadly set. I I agree with all of them. I am surprised um, that well, what ones did I say at the beginning? You said like uh, pre-shot routine, which is that waggle one, which is in there. Yeah, not hitting the ball. I don't know what was your second one. I don't remember, but it was good too. It should have been on there. Mine, mine was playing the wrong tee box, mm-hmm. which should be on there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're, you shouldn't be playing. Like, the guys that were in front of us on Saturday should have been playing a tee up at least. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good one. I like that. Uh, a lot of good points in there. And it's good for all these, all of our listeners to take the course and reevaluate their own game, see if they're a slow player. Yeah. But I. I love how I got yelled at for so play because I had a camera, but you know, um, we just show we showed that we could play fast and still be on camera. Because what? Yeah, we played lightning fast. We played. It's what? sub four hours. Yeah, it's three hours forty minutes or something like that. Yeah, recording the whole back nine. Yeah, fixing our divots in the rough. And the back nine was faster than the front nine. It was. We, once we pulled the camera, we went. We golfed much faster. Yeah, because like the group in front of us was a little bit further. Because you know we went to the washroom, we kind of hung out a little mm-hmm. bit. They went straight to the next tee. So I almost hit them. About, I, I, I gotta reevaluate my my uh, targets. <laughs> like it, it was. We we played well. We played we did play, quick enough. I had one of my better back nines in a long time. Luckily it was on camera until until the last hole. I had one of my better back nines. I just didn't play well all day. That's when time to lose some. Yeah. Like I said, I just right. my golf game at home. 
Um, yeah, left it at home. Left it at home. I hit an amazing shot to give myself like a six footer free goal and unreal. Yeah, and then you know, and then I, I that was, that was that hole where I punched out from the trees and I was in somehow in the vicinity of like six other golf balls. Yeah, they were all like in play. Yeah, they were all in play because apparently, so they they hit five golf balls off the off the first tee. Yeah, someone probably hit a hit a two out of the trunk. Yeah. And it was just like, what? Whose ball is who's right now? Yeah. It didn't Luckily, help I that we... Marked. It didn't help that there was three Pro V1s with the number three on it. Yes, there was three Pro V1s. I had mine marked, uh, luckily, so we were able to figure it out, but it's very confusing. Yeah. Okay. PGA Tour picks this week. Picks. You get honors, sir. You won. I get honors. I won. Who's in the AT&T Brian Nelson? Byron Nelson. Yes. Hey, Wesley Bryan's in the field again. He's apparently doing well enough to keep getting into tournaments. Oh boy. Oh boy. It seems like there's no one in the field. Unless it's just... No, there's no, nobody really that good. Yeah. Like, there's literally no one in the field. <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna go Min... Min Woo Lee. Min Woo Lee? Is your, what, kind, what, uh, what pick is that? Is that your heavy hitter? That, that would be my dark horse. Dark Horse, okay. Alright, I was like, what the hell? I, I just um, saw his name, and that's someone I knew. So I was like, I'm going with that one. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good one. Min moves, never bad. Blew, blew up a little bit. What was that, players? I think so. But Have you seen yeah, some of his TikToks? He's great. He's great on social media. He's funny. He commented on the post that Garrett made about hitting that kid. I forget what he said, but I think it was funny. I'll find the I'll find the post, but yeah, Minwoo, I like him. Australian, hilarious. And isn't his sister a tour pro too? Yes, his sister is better than him. Yeah. So on uh, the Garrett posted the Instagram picture with the kid that he hit holding a helmet, which is really funny. Um, and Minwoo Lee commented on it. Uh, Tell him to bring my money. Val, because the kid's name is Val. So <laughs> he's got a good sense of humor. That's a good pick. I like that pick for you. Okay. I'm going to take for my dark horse, I'm going to take Justin Su. Sue? Su? S U H? He's uh, one of those kind of in the weeds guys that a lot, of, a lot of people are talking about for him to come up this week. And uh, I don't know. I, I like his name. I like I like that pick for this week. And I have no other reason other than the experts on a lot of websites have mentioned his name. So I'm gonna go for my surefire pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him in the field. Where is he, Mister Scotty Scheffler? Yeah, that's a good pick. That's like the only like 
Is that like one of the only top ten players in the world? I think so. Like, I've got. I, I'm surprised you didn't pick him, uh, but I got my surefire pick. Who? K. H. Lee. He's uh, going for the three peak. He's won this tournament two times in a row. He's going for the third this year. And so, if, if anything, he should do well. He'll be one of the only, there's only three other golfers have three-peated this, uh, the AT&T. If I am correct. KH Lee, yeah, a special week a year ago, joining some elite company in the PGA Tour's record books, looking to make even more history. Joined the likes of Sam Snead, Jack Nicholas, and Tom Watson as the only golfers to repeat win the tournament in history. Impressive. So he's going for his three-peat this year. Um, and I, I think he can at least shoot well. Did you see who's in the field this week, too? Uh, Mr. Harry Higgs. Harry Higgs. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, and who's your run-of-the-mill everyday pick? Every day. Mm, do I go Canadian? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Do I go just, like, good guy in general? Maybe, maybe. Do I go with a guy who has the same name as a golfing legend? Maybe. Probably not, because I don't think he's very good. <laughs> he's not as good as the golfing legend. Uh, who, who? Who? You gotta say the name now. Palmer. Oh, that's his grandson. He's not good, and not as good as his like, like his grandfather. Is so much better. It was so much better. It is his grandson, right? I think so. I don't know. I'm I'm fairly certain I've heard that before. They're probably related somehow. God, you don't. You're not good at golf, and with the last name Palmer, not be related. I'm going to go with the absolute stud. That is Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ? Yep. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why? Ryan Palmer is not related to Arnold Palmer. He's not related to Arnie? What are the odds? In in my uh, deep dive into Ryan Palmer's history, I found out his dad passed away. I don't know. Last year. That's um, unfortunate. Oh, well, uh, condolences to the Palmer family. <laughs> um, a year ago. Yeah, a year ago, July 4th, coming up. Um, my uh, mid-pick mid is going to be Terrell Hatton this week. I like I liked how he played last week, and I love his uh, hot mics that come out sometimes. So 
I want to watch Carol Hatton this week. Yeah, I th- this week is I don't know. This week is going to be one of your it's a strange field. Yeah, because the next tournament, according to Google, is the PGA Championship. Yeah, no, so everyone's resting up for that. My uh, one of the big storylines we haven't talked about is uh, Jordan Spieth. So he was going to play this week. He likes playing in Texas because he's from Texas, but he has wrist injury. Is it a wrist injury or is it the Leafs scored? The Leafs just scored again. Let's go. Oh, no. 9.57 left in the third. I love you, Mitch Barner. Mitch, Oof. you better start skating. Mitchy, Mitch. I just looked down and saw the shot go in. Nice. That's good. That's good. At least, at least it won't be a sweep. Oh no, I just jinxed it. Yeah. So when Florida scores two goals to in the last whatever time is remaining, and then they win in overtime, which three Nobody... or which one out of the three is going in the off season? What do you mean? Well, Marner's Matthew or Nylander, which one's being traded? Uh, I think they're. I don't know. I think they they'd get rid of. I think Matthews wants out. Matthews but I think has, they don't want to get rid of him. I think they're going to get rid of Nylander. I would say if the Leafs are smart, they'll trade Matthews with one year left on his contract. I could see that. Because Matthews wants to play in the States. Matthews wants out. And if Matthews still has time on his contract, you can get players for him. If he walks in free agency, you don't get anything for him. Yeah. So if you know he's going to walk, you might as well trade him. That's true. That's I yeah, that's that's a good perspective on it. Yeah. So welcome to the Hack and Scratch podcast. We talk about hockey now. Uh talk about hockey and golf. Talk about hockey. Which kind of go hand in hand. Ah, the Leafs will be golfing in um an hour and a half. No, 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 we no. gotta put time in there for overtime. It's not gonna go to overtime. The Leafs are gonna get their, their first regulation win in nine games. <laughs> how, how about the Coach Chippy video when they were talking about um, they're back in Florida? They thought they were on a golf trip and not ready to play hockey for the playoffs. Yeah, that's really. <laughs> I love Coach Chippy. He's so funny. Yeah. I got in in an argument on his um, comment section about uh, the RKO and the cross check in front of the net. Oh yeah, yeah. I love his uh, I lo- love his World Juniors TikToks. Those are fucking hilarious. Oh, we're gonna bring this back to golf. So with me, who likes to hold on to the club face and not release the club properly, I tend to say to myself. Toe drag release to make sure I release the golf club. Toe drag release. <laughs> so there we go. We brought hockey into golf right there. Just kind of whoosh. Leafs have been good at that the past couple of years. <sighs> so, um, do you have an unpopular opinion this week? Um, my unpopular opinion. I kind of ranted about it at the beginning. My, I guess it's more popular with level-headed golfers. More unpopular with those old crabby guys if somebody yells for that's the best you can do to not hit somebody like that's after you've hit the ball there's nothing else you can do 
I mean, you can just get good and not hit anyone, but you know. Yeah, but that's too. That's it's just easier to yell for. Holy shit, my phone's blowing up. Um, Rick Shields is a, is a very big promoter of yelling for. Yeah. Um. It's I don't know. It. Sorry, that it's just it's been bugging me all day. But I'll find a, I'll find a real one. I keep finding the same ones. I'm just going to scroll down and just kind of stop on a random one and see what it says. Sounds good. <laughs> so this person says um, they they judge pro golfers based on their swings. Um, if they know nothing about the player and they have a traditionally sound swing, they'll root for them over a pro with a god awful swing. Hmm. So we're, I, talking, I suppose we're talking like what cheering for Nelly Corda and not Mac, uh, Max, Matt Wolf, not Max Wolf, Matt Wolf. Yeah. I. For someone from with no golf like knowledge, I could that's under that's reasonable for me because you you know what a golf swing is supposed to look like. So if you see someone execute the swing properly, you immediately think for someone who doesn't know much about golf, you immediately go, "Oh, well, this person must know what they're doing." So I'll root for them. Yeah. So I I can I understand that perspective. Leafs almost just scored on a on a shorthand. Um, yeah, like Justin Rose has an amazing looking swing, and Bryson looks like a like a robot. He his swing does not look like a human, but Bryson hits the ball what like fifty yards past. Um, fifty yards past, Justin and Rose, I, I think he would take him down. Like yeah. So I I, I get what they're saying. Um, I just thought it was funny because it just said god awful swings, and I was like, "Let's talk about terrible golf swings," because apparently I have one right now. Me too. I, I took a video of my swing on the course because it was a nice like. Oh. I'm gonna send you a video, and I'm gonna. I want you to just to listen to the sound of me hitting the golf ball. Florida just scored. They just scored? Yeah, I fucked up. Let's go, Florida. Okay, take a look at that video. Just listen to it. Okay. Give me a Cranked. It sounded so good. It sounded so good. I was in the middle. I was literally in the middle of the fairway on that one. The fairway came in, and it kind of like rolled into like this mm-hmm. like little valley. 
it's kind of like the how the turf was laid like it came to like the seam of the turf oh i wasn't sure where you're going there but now i get it now that sucks yeah it it, but i mean that means it was dead center right in the middle right in the middle right down the seams couldn't place it any better in the fairway just could not right in the middle Uh, moving out of a divot in a fairway is fine. I agree. Yeah. I don't know why that's not a rule yet. Especially, like, for hacks. Like, just take the ball out of the divot. Yeah. You're enjoying golf. If if you're just there to enjoy golf, why make it more difficult? Mm-hmm. It's like the guys who hit the ball in the trees can't find the, their ball and decide to drop the ball in the trees. Yeah, just go drop it in the rough. Who cares? Give yourself an opportunity. Like. Yeah. Give yourself an opportunity to enjoy your, enjoy the day. You know what? I, I just, just thinking about it right now. You know, it'd be a cool like merch line or not merch line, just like a clothing company. Yeah. So have you seen like some of the clothing companies they have done for like some Canadian universities where it's just like cool designs of like university stuff? Yeah. That, but, like, different golf courses. I like that. Like, say, like, you know how, like, Sawgrass is, like, the TPC one? But, like, in, instead of it being, like, the TPC logo, have, like, the set the Island of 17. And then, it would like, whatever the year opened and Sawgrass and... Yeah, or, that'd be really cool. Or players or something. Like, just a cool design. Um, like, I mean... Kind not like the Cherry Hill one that I'm wearing, but something similar where it's kind of looks a little old school, but it's like still like merch, you know. Like that would be something cool. I just just kind of thought of that randomly. Yeah, that would be really cool looking. I, I'd wear golf course merch if it like it had like a cool golf logo from the course, and then I've always wanted a golf golf hole on the back. I've never seen that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I I have... I'll send you some stuff that I'm talking about, like the university stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe we can start, like, looking into creating this. Our reality. Sure. I'm down for that. That, that would be... It would be a cool thing. Yeah. Um, well, do you got anything else for this podcast? Or are you I got nothing to, else. I'm ready uh, to watch the Leafs lose because they've already... I'm ready to watch... Google. See, you're, you're, I think you have like a lisp or something. You keep saying you're pronouncing "win" wrong. <laughs> Lose. <laughs> Take the big L. Oh wait, my no. camera's reversed. Take the L. Toronto. I can't see your camera. <laughs> I, I, I put my hand up to the camera, but because like I put up my actual left hand, they, it's backwards. Also, oh, it'd be this way. So this that makes sense. But let's see. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay, so we're just going to wrap it up right here. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you boo the leaves in the comment section. Um, no. If, for everyone who uh, says Florida in four, um, I will personally thank them. And anyone who says mm-hmm. that Toronto's going to – Toronto in seven now, I'm going to personally – bug them until Toronto's out of the playoffs. 
For anyone that says uh, Florida in four, you're no longer my friend. <laughs> hey. You're not second, invited to my birthday party. <laughs> my second favorite hockey team is anyone playing the Leafs. That's, you know, my second favorite hockey team is anybody playing the Canadians. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't stand the Canadians. My favorite is when people try to chirp me about being a Canadians fan when I'm not even a Canadians fan. Yeah. Like I, My girlfriend's family are Canadians fans, and it's just like, well, you know. Like, I hate the Leafs with so much passion that everyone thinks that I'm a Canadians fan, but I'm not. No. And then my favorite thing is when uh, Detroit fans try and chirp Leaf fans. It's like, no legs to stand on. Not right now. But they no. had legs to stand on before. Had. Had. But anyways, so we're going to wrap this yep. up. Um, thank you guys for watching, listening, and subscribing. Uh, stay tuned for the video that will be coming out sometimes this weekend. I'm Saturday. I want to see it on Saturday. I'm Saturday at it. noon. I have oh, like you have a release date and time. Two, um, kind of like two days to finish editing, which I should. There's not a lot of editing that needs to be done. It's more the tedious work of doing the scorecards for every single shot. Um, yeah, because like. For example, the video up on my channel right now that has the scorecards, I've, for nine holes, there's like 50 of them because I make I made mistakes on some of them and I had to go back and re-download them and re-edit them. And... Oh, that sucks. It's a, it's a whole process. So if I'm under 50 of these cards, then I think I'm good. If I'm over 50, I had troubles. Um, but that being said, we're going to end it here. Thank you guys so much once again and see ya. Peace.